Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. <laughs> yeah, Kim. Hi, everyone. Bing is for doing. And we're here doing another Real Housewives of Atlanta show with special season four's reunion shows one, two, and three. But before we start anything, allow me to introduce our panel. I'm Alina, and this is Cameron. So, um, and singing in the background is uh, Kim Zolciak. Uh, her new married name, I'm not sure what it is. Kim. Love me first. It's her country hit. What is her married name? Brenner, Bremen, I saw it today. Berman. Berman. Kim Berman. Hyphenated. Work it out. <laughs> yes, I'm with the lovely Alina here. Thank you guys for And who joining. we got in the booth? So you got, it's Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Um, so you guys are going to break down three episodes. I can't believe they three did. Three reunions. Three versions of a reunion. And we Is had a long season four. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, you guys. We really appreciate it. Yes. And we don't ask for much. So if you could just go on iTunes and rate us and leave comments, we would really, really appreciate it, you guys. You don't know. The feedback really helps us. Which is great because obviously these women are giving us material. I do the Basketball Wives after show and I know these women. Women on that show also give material. So my thing is, you know, uh, Alina's here. She's working hard for you, Cam. The same thing. Do us one little favor. It helps out After Buzz, which is going to iTunes, comment and rate the shows. And also, we want you to tell a friend. So very, very simple stuff. And Alina, in about uh, after you guys get started here, I'm going to tell you about our new affiliate program with Amazon. So when you're buying your, you know, your shirt or your shoes or whatnot, uh, you're going to buy it through AfterBuzzTV.com. The banner on the top, and then click the Amazon link, and you're going to be hooked up to buy whatever you want and need and it also helps out after buzz in our studio and all that good stuff all right yeah maybe marlo can buy her louboutins via amazon wait is i watched a little bit is marlo the prostitute i'm like not really connected in this season But yes. is she the okay? She is the supposed escort, but we will get into all that. But I want to say one thing about the iTunes commenting and rating theming. I mean, um, not trying to just send you guys spiel, but the idea is it helps us make a better show because some shows people like the regurgitated breakdown of it. Um, 
I tend to like to make color commentary and make it more entertaining and fun and, you know, be able to laugh at ourselves. But, you know, let us know what you guys think. That's more, I think, for me, more important, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, you guys. Serve it to us. It's all good. We love to hear what you have to say. And we really do appreciate it. But let's get into the show. So there's a lot to cover. Three (laughs) three reunion episodes because it was a long season, right? It's a lot of filler, too, though. It was a lot of filler. Let's start off with how the ladies looked because Ooh. we've we've all been discussing the weaves, and you guys, <laughs> we're mi- <laughs> we're missing Stephanie tonight and Jesse and Mikey. So um, bear with us, and hopefully Courtney will give us a call. But what do you think of the ladies' weaves? I thought everybody looked pretty darn good. At least I when it came, I like, I like Cynthia's change up. I like the kind of wavy long weave. Um, Candies was on point, I thought. Other than that, everything else was kind of like, it was alright for me. What? You, you didn't like Kim's part? She usually has a I side. hate Kim's blonde hair. What? I'm just tired of her hair down. But that's me being a hater. I thought it looked better than usual. Well, when they did the flashback to season two, I think it was one and two, um, definitely you made a good point. It looked like Barbie doll hair back in the beginning, um, and Nini's hair was a mess. You know, Nini looks good. I think, I mean, sometimes her makes it a little too dark for me, but it also depends on the filtering that they're using and the lighting. But um, uh, I liked Candy's hair, and I liked uh, Cynthia's change up a little bit. But Yep, and don't forget Marlo. Andy compared her to Naomi Campbell. She had the long, really sleek yeah, hair. It wasn't bad hair. It was good hair. Yeah, it was good. Her escort must have paid big bucks for that weave, <laughs> let me just say. All right, let's get into <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Before we start talking about all the drama, there was some love going on. Obviously, we have Kim and Croy. Thank you so much for the sound effects. <laughs> Kim and Croy, Kim and Croy, yes. Yes. They're getting married, and we have a special tardy yeah, for the wedding. Tardy for the wedding. I don't know if I'll be watching that, but I'm sure it'll be slightly entertaining. I think Croy is going to realize that what he signed up for wasn't exactly, I think he's not prepared for all of this. But I think I'm kind of excited about it because not only do we get to meet Croy's parents and see what the heck they think of Kim. She also revealed during the reunion show that she's going to finally show, show us her, real hair. her hair. Yeah, Was I the only one that got excited about well, that? Well, no, yeah, I always thought there was just a crutch. I think, you know, growing up, if you wear wigs all the time, you, I don't know. I think it, I think it was a crutch. I think she probably has our right hair. She went through that sickness for a time and she got used to wearing wigs. So, Well, Croy said she has beautiful hair. The trailers say that um, Croy's parents don't like her. I know. <laughs> and did you notice surprise, how her psychic surprise. was saying they don't want you to marry? Right. And the psychic's been on point. Yeah. So, she's crazy. <laughs> you know, but you got to live with your past. And unfortunately, that's the, what we talk about all the time with these reality TV shows is you are building. This is the foundation for your future. Everybody can change. We all get that. But your life has to exist based upon what you've done in your past. And unfortunately. Yeah. And we see a completely different Kim this season. But no yeah. matter what. You can't look past Big Papa, the spending, the smoking, the the drinking. And even Croy said it, the biggest mis- misconception is that she's sitting there smoking and drinking all day and that's all she does. But I actually think Kim's actually, I actually honestly believe good about, that she's, uh, she's actually, I think she's very intelligent. But it reminds me of oh, like uh, Casey Kasem, his wife, Jean Kasem. Everybody thought she was a dizzy blonde, but she was actually part of Mensa. And I think she had like 141 IQ. You know, you might come off dizzy, but some people are really intelligent. I think Kim is like that. I think she's also coming back into the parenting mode. You know, for a long time, she was disillusioned or uh, delusional with the whole Big Papa money situation. And her kids got kind of pushed to the wayside. 
Yeah, and you know, you make a good point. She was a nurse. Mm-hmm. You you really can't be an idiot to do that. And um, besides that, she's she's a hustler. Yeah, and she's fairly articulate. So, but Kim when and she cry. wants to be, yeah, Kim and cry away. All right, let's go on. Move on to Peter and Cynthia, and we kind of digress because um, her sisters brought it up. Mallory, and did you notice how a, a fan called in or tweeted and said, you know, how come you're so disrespectful to your sister? You don't ever have anything to say to Peter about him disrespecting her. What do you think of that? I was kind of glad somebody put her on blast about that. I don't think Cynthia has a backbone. I think that only lends the argument that the girls all rip on her about is you only have a backbone when you're right, when you're around Nini. Um, I think that Cynthia is, like I've said, she's always kind of blah for me. Um but Courtney made a good call that she's with Peter for a reason. And you know, they kind of compliment each other. Peter's kind of hardcore aggressive and Cynthia's kind of laid back. So they meet somewhere in the middle. Um, I think she's going to regret not standing up for her sister a little bit more when things fall to crap. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that what Mallory is doing is right. But you you can't allow Peter to disrespect her and and vice versa. Like, it's fine that you're telling Mallory, you need to calm down. This is my husband. You can't talk to him like that. But at the same time, you can't let him walk around and diss her in front of your whole anniversary party and this and that. And we have to remember, this is her first marriage. She wasn't married before. You're right. So statistics aren't really on her side. I think she's going to learn from this and then maybe, maybe better luck next time. Or yeah. jumping ahead. Hey. <laughs> Who am I to say? All right. I don't live in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, so basically she said things with her and Mallory are better. When Peter was on the show, he kind of made it seem like things aren't resolved between him and Mallory, but he doesn't care and he doesn't regret anything he did. So I think he needs to grow up personally. No, I think he needs to grow up too, but I also respect the fact that he said what he said and he's not like... That's the thing is when people get wishy-washy and trying to backpedal. So at least he was like, I said it. I don't regret it. That's true. He didn't backpedal, that's for sure. But I I just wish he could accept more responsibility. But I think he's the type of person that if Mal was to come up and they had a conversation and she apologized, that he would apologize back. But he's not going to move into that kind of open conversation. But Cynthia is boring, so... Well, Candy, I think, is um, our whole panel. It's one of our favorites, right? And I was really glad to hear that she has new love. Yay! She has About a man. Time. About time. And he's actually a production manager on the show. Just kick it. What do you think of that? <laughs> it was a little odd. I thought, well, you it's know, random, right? Well, well, you know, hey, they say sometimes you find love close to home. So, yep. Nothing wrong with that. And it's funny because Phaedra had actually... How about that singing with Cam right there? That was pretty good. Anyways, I just wanted to jump in real quick. Um, Obviously, we talk about Amazon and clicking through AfterBuzzTV.com, the banner on the top. It helps us out, which is really cool. We give you better, uh, bigger and better shows. Also wanted to encourage everybody, 424-256-1729 is the phone number. we want to hear what you have to say. For everybody to call in. Hopefully, we get Courtney to call in. Um, (laughs) 424-256-1729 to talk about uh, these ladies and their wigs and all that good stuff. And again, to remind you, we're not asking you to buy anything from AfterBuzz whatsoever. It's just clicking on our banner at AfterBuzzTV.com. But if you do buy a wig, buy it through us. <laughs> like, not through us, but through our... <laughs> you guys, when you go to order your season two DVDs of Real Housewives of Atlanta and you're on Amazon anyways, mm-hmm. just go to AfterBuzz TV instead and click the banner there. And then you can still buy your DVDs from Amazon. You can get your I'm a small t-shirt, I'm a tall t-shirt. Or while you're watching the recap, you think, you know what? I need to go buy this. Just do it through our banner. It helps us so much, and we really appreciate it. Or when you're getting adult toys from Candy. Yeah, what's her line called? (laughs) 
candy factory. Uh, no, something I don't know. We'll get to it. <laughs> we will. Sorry. Whatever you gotta buy. So candy's in love from Woo! Amazon. You can buy everything. All right. So candy's in love, and we're really happy for her because she's always been one of the most level-headed women mm-hmm. on the show, and she's always talking about sex and love. But she, it's not been. You know, um, and again, lucky and, in that you know, department. We, we saw that she loses her lover was it last season, beginning of her, last fiance, season her fiance, AJ. So, all the best to Candy and her love endeavors. But yeah, and Phaedra had actually noticed him and mentioned him to her, mm-hmm. and then now they're going to live together in her new place. And we'll talk about that because we're going to bring up what all these ladies are doing now. But. Good for Candy. I think I'm really, ha- I'm really, really happy for her. Um, Phaedra and Apollo. Not much to say there. They're happy. They're married. They he still doesn't want to help her with the funeral house. <laughs> he said he'll provide money, but that's about it. And I don't blame him. He is good looking though. <laughs> All right, let's get to the fun part: fights. <laughs> A lot of drama. Chop, uppercut, chop. But what do you think, Cam? I didn't think anybody really resolved anything, and they all went around. I don't think there's any resolve. I think that Andy tried to ignite more things and instigate a little bit more. It was a little kind of trashy, but it was entertaining nonetheless. Um, I think j- Andy just called them out, mm-hmm. and I kind of appreciated that he didn't beat around the bush. Mm-mm. But um, let's. Who sh- should we start with? Sheree and Phaedra. Sure. All right. <laughs> Part one. She was discrediting Phaedra and saying that Phaedra had to go consult with a friend of hers who was a family lawyer. So basically saying Phaedra didn't know what she was doing and she was dissing her. And you could tell there was a lot of tension. What do you think? Um, Well, visiting back when we did that actual episode, uh, I felt that phaedra i think signed on not that she couldn't handle it i think she realized that she put herself in a precarious precarious position in the sense of um sheree was not ready for the divorce she didn't have the funds number one and i think sheree thought she was going to get a good deal and um i don't think sheree had the wherewithal or the idea of what a divorce would entail you know um i think sheree put too much on Phaedra's shoulders but then again I'm not a lawyer so maybe maybe Phaedra did drop the ball but I think Phaedra needed a fast out yeah so. and um, Phaedra calls Sheree queen of throwing people under the bus which I would agree if we watched maybe it's editing but according to what they give us on TV because we can only go by what they give us she is the queen of throwing people under the bus and then trying to backtrack and make excuses for it yeah and you know what at the end of the day, Phaedra was trying to help her. I don't think that she was just slacking on her case. And really, Sheree, what she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know the law. She doesn't know how it works. So I don't think that that was cool that she was throwing her under the bus. And at the same time, Phaedra's home comes up. I mean, Phaedra, Sheree. Sheree's lack of home. Yes. A la mud pit, tar pits. Neverland, as Nini calls it. <laughs> Oof. What do you think? Um, I think Sheree's ego is taking a huge hit, and I think she's trying to make uh, or detract or deflect as much as possible because it is—it's a huge like you know you're on a TV show and things aren't going well, and that's why I think I felt bad for Phaedra because 
Sheree's like she's grabbing she's grab what do you call it? grabbing for grabbing straws or she's trying to find some kind of lead in and it's just not working out. Her life is falling apart. She says her money was misappropriated appropriated um and it's still under construction. I doubt that. Especially and I talked about it before too when you, when you deal with labor men and construction and all that kind of stuff, money is needed all the time. Even if it's misappropriated, then you change your 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 crew. You know, they break the contract, you get a new crew. Um you only pay them accordingly to the work that's done. You don't prepay too often. I mean, you can prepay, but I think that's a poor excuse. Um, and if you're on top of your your business, then you should be on top of that. And that only lends to the argument between her and Phaedra. Phaedra's like, you are not prepared. You don't know what you're doing. You're not ready for all of this. You don't have a mind for business or I don't think she was ready for a divorce battle because it looked like her ex-husband was ready. Like he was on point. He was. Like I said, he might be ugly, but he was smart. <laughs> He was smart. Mm-hmm. He had everything ready to go. And apparently he's smart enough to get away with what yeah. he's doing or not paying her. And I believe that his house is prepped for his kids. He and even her older daughter, like I said, the, I think Sheree's the loser in that battle. So whatever. I know. And it sucks because kids are involved, but she needs to get it together. And somebody even mentioned you need to stop spending 10000 on handbags and designer this and designer that. And, and we she said those cushions. Together. Those were cushions. That wasn't his bed on the floor. Play back the tape, boo. I know. Sad. And nothing wrong, nothing wrong with sleeping on the floor. I grew up ghetto, but I'm saying, but don't try and paint a picture that doesn't exist. It, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you, like they said, if you have 10000 for a bag... Then you should have five hundred to go buy your what? son a decent mattress What's that? and uh, a bed. You should have like a new coupe car too, like whatever that was. Yeah, a Maserati or some crazy expensive so, car. Don't put your kids out to dry because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. I think I think America would like her more if she was a little bit more honest and genuine about it. Nobody's saying you have to be a rich housewife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clearly, and Kim was not wealthy. No. So anyway, but boring and if courtney called in she would tell you all the same thing she is not like sheree <laughs> she is very clear <clears throat> about that kim versus marlo Ooh. marlo calls kim a whore well <laughs> isn't that no <laughs> do but we, do coming, we disagree i'd say she's a gold digger but she at least she was with one married man it sounds like marlo is uh escorting as they said Several men. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Marlo was deflecting. I think she was trying to, you know, drag Misery Loves Company. We just want to drag everybody else down. But if anything, Marlo, Kim, and Nini all belong in the same group then because Nina was te- Nini was technically married when she's taking gifts from Creepy John, right? So it's just a reverse role, reversal of a dog. So that being said, pot kettle black. Yep. And, um, you know, Kim brings up that Big Papa was going through a divorce. No, and, and, I, and I, I, don't you agree, though, that whole concept of marriage does take a long time. And so you're not supposed to date anybody while you're legally married. I get that part of it. But you need to accept what comes along with those terms. You're dating a married man, whether he's in separation. It makes no difference. Yeah. He's legally married. He's still married. married. Yes. Like Nini. Like Nini. Who's <laughs> still married. It's just a lot of hypocrisy going on, if you just ask a lot of me. Um, and then Marlo accuses. I how does first of all Marlo starts shit with everybody, and she has all this information about mm-hmm. all these people. What she claims about Kim is that Kim bought her own ring from Croy, and that it's not all her furniture. She's renting that as well. She claims that 
the ring was from Big Papa or like something like that. What happened was clarify because there's more blog information too. So the story is I don't know if whether and how it ended. The story was in blogs that some of the money that was used to pay for her current ring with okay. Croy came from a ring she eventually sold that she had from Big Papa. She didn't want to keep it because it dealt with him. Um, but she still, she denies that claim as well because, you know, she didn't want anything from Big Papa to have to do with her new relationship. She does still have stuff from him, but um, so it's kind of, that's where the mud came from. That would be weird. And she definitely doesn't make it seem that way on the show because she says Croy spent time to make the ring. He designed it. He paid. So what did, what did he do? Hey, babe, can I get that money you got from <laughs> selling your last ring? Maybe she's like, well, I want a bigger ring. So here's some extra money just in case. Um, because the other thing, too, is we talked about how she's leasing her, her home. And I think she made, uh, she tried to explain that, right? That they're leasing it because Corey was, was not a in contract, agent. a free agent. So they're waiting. And I guess now he's getting his money. They're going to purchase a home. So it kind of made sense to me. I don't know anything about professional football. so It makes a lot of sense. Uh, these guys get traded so easily. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to settle in one city because before you know it, even if you're not a free agent, you're picking up everything you have and moving to a different city. Right. That makes sense to me. So I'm okay with her. I'm okay with her house, and I never thought too. that she was wealthy either. Because did she ever claim to be rich? She's never said it. She sure acts like she is, you know, with all the labels right. and gaudy jewelry and stuff like that. But, but she's it is never what claimed. It is. it is what it is. Yep. And then we get have Marlo and Candy. Mar- she brings uh. up Candy's man and the whole sugar mama situation, and. Candy actually says, you know what? I laughed when she called me a sugar mama. I really didn't care. I just right, didn't you like... You got that, right? She, she, that was not her issue. Her issue was not being called a sugar mama. Her issue was... It's like Marlo being an instigator and trying to stir the pot and bringing up Big Papa. Mm. Using her... Candy. Yeah, using and her using as a candy. about the exactly. Big Papa issue. Marlo shady. And I feel like, she, how does she have time and the resources to have all this quote-unquote information about all these women because she had a dagger for everybody. Because escorts have that kind of information. <laughs> right? It, escort, you know, the whole... They get around. The client list, right? You use your power. You have information about specific people. People have other information. It all gets around town. And, you know, as, it, as big as Atlanta might be, we live in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles rumors fly just as fast. Yeah, you know, and right. a lot of times rumors are based on some semblance of truth. That being said... I love of the whole reunion three parter. That is my favorite part for Candy to turn around and say, you know, even if I want to pay for every motherfucker in here, I could. <laughs> Meaning, I actually am the only person here who has the money to pay for everybody here. <laughs> so that's a that's a complete shutdown. You should have just busted out a checkbook and say, Marlo, how much do you think you're worth? high five to that thank you so much for bringing that up candy never talks about her money rich people don't talk about it if you got money you don't talk about it she's so humble she's so modest you don't see her talking about her labels her cars this and that and she finally used it to her advantage i was so glad i was like uh I hope you know, and, and, and Nini and Nino, Nini didn't really jump on the bandwagon to rip on Candy, but Marlo talking about being a strong black woman, and now because she said she grew up in a life where men were always the strong ones and had and took care of the family, but now she has to be the strong one to take care of her family. Candy is doing exactly what she was talking about and ripping about. So now, you know, you, you kind of shoot your own argument with holes. That being said, you know, I think. Marlo's trying to be relevant. She wants to cement a place on the show. And I don't I don't think she got 
sign back up for next season. So I, don't I don't think so either. At least I haven't heard. The blog says she has not, but you know, that's blogs. So. Does anybody know you guys? Tweet Callers, us tweet Buzz us. <laughs> Let us know. Is Marlo coming back? Do you guys know? Have you heard? She also accuses Candy's man of being unemployed, of using her car, of having to live with Candy. And he may be unemployed, right? I mean, maybe that's a conflict of interest. Maybe Bravo decided, okay, look, you broke some rules. Maybe he's unemployed right now. Who cares? Maybe they're on hiatus. It, it happens. This is my but thing. he has his own car. She said it. He has his own place. But what does it matter, really? Why do you care? It doesn't. Equal rights, boo-boo. She wants to take care of a man. What's wrong with that? It's the same thing about her adult toy line. For years, men have exploited women. Why can't a woman play the man's role now? Reversal of a dog. Simple as that. She's making money off of women's adult toys. She's a black female. At some point, she'll be able to parlay this into self-esteem builders for young black women. You know, to talk about sex is it is a reality of life. So in the same point, why can't she take care of a man? She's got the millions of dollars to do it. There's, What's wrong with it? Yep. You can't. Wrong. You can't vacillate back and forth you can't have your cake and eat it too according to the rules of life so you know come on marlo yep and candy says it she says i've dated guys who are rich and millionaires and guys who don't care to have that much money candy can do what she wants she's a boss shit's paid for yep and and do you like how kim was saying you're the only rich bitch here or Mm -hmm. you're the real rich bitch you don't gotta explain nothing to nobody you know go kim she was actually backing up her friend and and she should because she owes her money (laughs) Right, she got so much money. How about she we call it a need, wash? She doesn't need Kim's money, and that's what she said before. She, said, I don't really need the money. It's just a matter of principle, you know. We're friends, you know, because this it's culturally too for me. It's like the point is, you should have at least offered me the money. Then I can decline it and say, you know what, Kim, keep it. I don't need it. Not like not saying you need it, but I don't need it. Keep the money. Thank you for offering. See, Kim, I'm glad to help you. Candy is just so level headed. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Love so is her mom. Her mom must be smart because she didn't like ridiculous, but she's totally okay with his adult toy line. Oh, she's totally which is okay. making bank already. Told you, Mama Joyce is smart. Mm-hmm. She and she raised a smart Don't daughter. Bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> um. So Cynthia versus Kim. Boo. During the whole Marlo and Kim situation, Cynthia uh, jumps in mm-hmm. and she also calls uh, Kim a whore or a mistress. And says, well, from what I know, a mistress is somebody who is dating a married man. So this is my definition, yada, yada, yada. Why are you getting involved, Cynthia? Yeah, Cynthia, you married to a deadbeat dad, aren't you? Point is, Cynthia had no part in it. and She's, doing the, she's doing the head toss, too. The, the Sheree and Marlo head toss while she's talking. I know. <laughs> Since when is Cynthia so passionate about it? When she's around this? Nini, according to the gossip. Oh, According yeah. to the show, she gets a backbone when she's around Nini. Let's talk about that. Does anybody agree? Cynthia tends to get a little uh, aggressive and grows a spinal cord all of a sudden when she's around Nini. Yep. Uh, or don't you agree? She, or she loses it because she won't admit to things she said, just like Candy called her out on in Africa, how she was talking about how she was over Marlowe's labels and fashion. And then as soon as she tried to bring that up around Nini... Cynthia didn't want to talk about it. And interesting enough, because Nini, t- Nini, Nini, there's my English. Nini tried to defend her, but towards the end, Nini, because they're talking about how people got into the show, and Nini makes a comment about 
Sheree and the producers not really liking her at the beginning, but she went to bat for Sheree and said, you know, Sheree's like that now, but when she's around me, she comes out. So if that can be applied to Sheree, why can't that same mentality or process be applied to Cynthia? That's why I think Nini didn't really think that through when she said that, because she just threw Cynthia under the bus, because it is reality. Even, again, we only get to judge or make comments on what we see. And according to what was on television, Cynthia did become a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more mouthy and lippy when she was around Nini. So... It is what it is. We I think call what we watch. Nini sees it too. She's just denying it because she wants to have her friends back. And she loves it because everybody's fighting over, you know, something that's related or relevant to her. Yep. That she has not much power. And again, because I totally understand that whether it's negative or positive energy, some people feed off of that, like myself. You know, as long as my name is in your mouth, obviously I'm doing something right. <laughs> right. You know, so... So, and then I think lastly, it was Nini and Kim and Nini and Sheree kind of had a conflict, but not really, right? Yeah, it was kind of like Andy off of a question pinned or pitted uh, Sheree and Kim versus Nini. And that's when it comes out about Nini really got their foot in the door for being on the show. It was all off of Nini and Nini mentioned Kim and Sheree to the producers. But, I, you know, and Kim not bit the bullet, but Kim was like, yeah, you know, I was she always thankful and grateful to Nini and Sheree. And Nini was right. Sheree was like, mm. did you know that? I didn't know. I didn't realize that Nini was the one who introduced them because Nini was an aspiring actress even back then. Mm. So doing pilot seasons, she, I guess, met producers was here in L.A., Right. Yeah. And got met, there was the mention of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. So that was really interesting info to me. And it was also interesting to find out that they weren't looking for a Caucasian woman. But Nini suggested one. Yeah. Totally battle it out. Right. EOE. <laughs> yep. I, I like how Kim is actually giving her credit, though, for getting her on the show or helping her to come on the show. Because. Well, it was interesting, too, how um, Andy made comment that they're both in similar places in their lives right now. They're going through changes. And they've actually, if you look back on throughout the entire season, that they both made comments about they're both in different places in their lives. So they're on the same track. They're just going in different directions. Directions. So they rock on. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I think everybody liked the fact that they were so much alike and they did have enough drama to kind of fuel the fire of the entire cast. But as a human being, I think, you know, I think it's better for both of them. I'm not a fan of Nini. I don't hate her. But, you know, people got to change. You got to grow. Otherwise, we're not human. Yep. And And you're a wig because wigs aren't real. and They don't grow anymore. (laughs) On that note, let's go to commercial (laughs) and we will come back and talk about what these ladies are doing in the future and um, predictions. All right, guys. Thank you. Isn't Alina beautiful? Aww. Just saying, and I'm a gay man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're going. We keep going. I was just thinking about um, Candy and Escape. What did you guys think of Candy's dress? What that was, was that? Weird, did anybody know? Right? It looked like bike shorts with dress strap cut out and back. The back two had black spandex. Yeah, she was between her and Kim. There's a lot. I don't understand though how people do the filtering and the lighting because. Nini's makeup was dark. So was Candy's. It was it really, was. really dark. But Sheree, Sheree's makeup was... And hair. Not, I liked it. Sorry. No, her hair... Phaedra had bags in her eyes, though, right? Phaedra's hair needs a makeover. <laughs> but I must say that sh- I liked uh, Sheree and 
Marlo's dress the best. Nini had the best shoes, though. Okay. (laughs) And we're back. We were just digressing and And, talking about fashion. And here's the thing. If you want to buy shoes, go to the uh, AfterBuzzTV.com website. (laughs) Click that little banner on the top. It's the Amazon link. It helps us out. Uh, And while the two of these, uh, you know, recappers, I guess we could call them Mm AfterBuzzers, talk about what they're going to buy on Amazon, let's jump to that commercial we were talking about and make it happen. (laughs) Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows. From Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back. And again, I just want to remind you that we really appreciate any comments and ratings you can give us on iTunes, on YouTube, Twitter, whatever you guys, you know, we do this for you guys. So we really want to hear your feedback and um, appreciate anything. But let's get back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunions. We went through the love. We went through the drama. Let's get to the future prospects they've got going on. These ladies are... um, Pretty successful for the most part. We got Nini, who's on Glee. Oh, my God. How many times did she say, I am on a recurring role on a major television show. Glee. And I have to say, I'm not happy about it, but she is. I think I've seen her in three this far. Yeah. Three I want to know. How is she? She's actually pretty good. You know, but a lot of my a lot of my friends, um, Kenny, one of them, also an After Buzz uh, recapper host, um, he said it's not a far stretch for her. He plays. She plays an angry black woman. Well, does she sing? No. No singing. No, singing. no dancing. But she plays. Um, she plays a swimming coach who was in the Olympics and got a second place medal, <laughs> and she wears it every time she's on. Oh, that's also. I get the whole lifeguard uh, statement why, that yeah. Phaedra made. Because I thought that was actually would actually be a good plot. Would be throw Kim on the same show as some, but you saw Nini's face. Nini was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this uh-uh. is my thing." Her eyes were gonna pop. Get out! Her face. Get your life. And else. anyways, Kim couldn't play a lifeguard because her hair would have to get, or her wig would have to get wet. It wouldn't work. Because all the water, all stringy hair, like a wet cat. <laughs> she was all Ryan Murphy. Heck no. Yeah, all right. I think so Croy's the- done with all of that anyway. He's like, "Oh, we're out of this life." <laughs> Let's move on to Candy. I'd say she's the most successful out of all these ladies. <laughs> I mean, financially she is. And apparently her sex toy line is doing amazing. She said it's doing better than she ever imagined. Yeah, a lot faster than she expected it to. Yep. She's got her new man, so she's in love. But let's talk about that. I mean, you're a female, and I'm not saying that we want to talk about things and female genitalia. But no. for those people that are kind of appalled by her choice in doing an adult toy line... Why? Why allow men to further exploit 
a female's idea of things and what they appropriate for themselves. Why not capitalize on that yourself? On top of the fact, like I said before, she's a strong black female. You know, and we talk about in certain communities and cultures that there's not enough conversation and communication about sexuality. She could be the voice for that and parlay this into something that has a human aspect to it. So why not? Not that anybody dogged her on the staff, but I know, or on the show, but I know that people talk crap behind her back until they see the dollar signs and like, oh God, Candy had a good idea. Oh, hell yeah. Nini make is your money. One of them. And Don't let a man make your money. And Nini is one of them. She totally dogged her and she tried to deny it and say, oh, it's just not for me. But Candy said, you sure, basically, she said, you sound like a hater. You totally. sound like you're judging. And it's, completely right she is judging and you know because nini makes a comment about she it's not for her she thinks it's vulgar and though i could jump on the bus and be like everybody else and say but nini you're a stripper that is true nini is trying to change she's trying to come up and stay out of that so i respect that aspect but you still don't got to judge candy because candy's not stripping candy's not making videos of herself getting plugged candy's not doing anything like that she's just offering a viable means an alternative mean from somebody that you know on the female side of things who understands female body and wants to put something out there that she thinks is somewhat respectable as much as it can be. Listen, even if it's not for you, there's no reason to be appalled. She's a businesswoman first and foremost. And if she believes in this product and wants to sell it, she should be able to. She's not hurting kids. She's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. If anything, she's trying to help women. Like you said, she's trying to build a platform for young black women, old black women, whoever, or just women in general. And weren't you telling me we were watching the show and Cam was actually telling me that on Millionaire Matchmaker? Yeah, they had that one that kind of <laughs> creepy guy that he was an adult toy line uh, CEO and he makes millions annually. And, you know, some of the stuff is kind of cheap looking. So why, as a female, why why not do something in that line? It just made, makes perfect sense. And that's why I think Candy is such a good business person you know she writes music she does all the things that doesn't necessarily put her in the limelight but it makes money that's why if she wanted to pay for every motherfucker in there she She could could. she's innovative like she's always doing things for it she wants to put her foot in country music she wants to make sex toys she's smart don't hate all right nothing wrong with being labeled big mama and she just bought a big luxury home for her and her man so go candy more power to you. Just to remind you, at the beginning when I did the whole tally of what people were worth, you know, and this was last season, I think. It was towards the end of last season. She was worth $35 million. The I other, wonder how second much she's place, worth now. Second place was Nini at $3 million. So that's a huge difference. Just saying. That's a lot you of millions math. And that's between. before this season and before the adult line and all that kind of stuff. So you add in all of that. And she did a little dabble in country music too, right? I'm sure there's some money to be made there. So... What if Candy's the next Bethany? Next thing you know, what I we got to find out what were the sex toys called? Candy. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Candy coated. No, that's, that's candy the show. Coated candy coated nice. Candy Factor was the movie or the show she had about um, building new talent. So I'm sorry. Sorry, you guys. Tweet us. Yeah, I you guys. I can't believe her it. adult line. But point is, she could be the next Bethany with skinny girl. Candy's on her way. Yeah. So go candy. Cynthia. Boring. Boring. Doing the same thing. She's got her school. But she's surprised how much she loves teaching. Because she likes to talk. 
same old same. Nothing's changed apparently. Well, teaching also I mean there's there's a certain modeling. I, mean, I think it fits her personality because you teach other people to do something and you give them the tools, but basically the responsibility is on them. And I, that's what I think Cynthia's character is like. She doesn't like to take responsibility on her own shoulders. She wants to be part of it, but not really take the actual dive. So. Anyway. Boring, like you said. Boring. Phaedra, she's still pursuing becoming a mortician. She's in school, and it's actually an 18-month program. Who knew? Right, and then part of that, too, was I think uh, when they did the last, not the reunion part, but the finale, the subtitle description of what she's doing is mortician's artistry or mortician's makeup, <laughs> right? Yep, she even has a line now. So, um, it's pretty funny. She also ha- wants to make... Um, a Donkalicious workout video mm-hmm. with her Eternal man because she said she's obsessed with funerals and she's obsessed with booty. So, capitalize Sheree, she's still working on She by Sheree, but and now I think she's gearing it towards athletic wear and athletic apparel correct? and, shoes, and yeah. shoes, which makes, makes sense again. Sense. I don't like Sheree, I think she's she's more blah and irritating than Cynthia. Bless you, Courtney. But I think she has to know her lane. And everybody has always made comments about how tone Sheree is, whether she's manly, a tranny looking, whatever. She's in shape. You got to get She's in shape. So why not do something that you can actually back up? You are in shape. So why not do Because your fashion sucks. Girl, she by Sheree. How are you going to have fashion with no fashion? Right. So... Hey, more power to you. Get that money. Good luck. She needs it. She's not on the show next Build a season. house on the mud pot. Get divorced, put your kid's bed on a bed frame, you know, or be honest about it. Maybe America will like you more. Oh, you she's not on the show. Sorry. I know. Oh, well. Uh-uh-uh. And finally, Kim, she has a mini spinoff. I'm kind of confused. I read places that they they mentioned she's going to have a spinoff. I don't know if they're talking about just Tardy for the Wedding or if she's getting her own show. Point is, she has something like that coming up, Tardy for the Wedding. I want to watch it. Well, she's staying relevant. I mean, I probably won't watch it. I'll probably do some highlights of it. But um, I can see her doing something. She's a little wacko still, but rock on. And she has a new baby coming, and she's married. Also, her country song, which we played uh beginning of the show. Beginning of the show, if you guys heard that music in the background, that was Kim's latest uh, venture into the music business. Love Me First, her country mm-hmm. song. And I forgot to mention also, Nini has wine, Miss Moscato. You know, because Kim might be doing the right thing by showing people her real hair. She's dating a country boy. They could eventually move into the country, have a show out there in Montana, wherever it is and there's a human side of kim and she can do crazy stuff in the country yeah you know but get your followers that you know aren't necessarily the ones that think you're crazy anymore and drunk all the time but you can still have a following and make yourself relevant it's a spin because we've all seen her as the complete opposite into you know fashion and money and labels and now all of a sudden show me a mama next thing you know she'll have a breast reduction say it ain't so say it ain't so all right, you guys, I think that wraps it up for us here. It was a very uh, interesting season, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as us. You can tweet us where? Tweet me at underscore A-L-I-N-A, Alina23. Or at AfterBuzz TV. You can also tweet me at Tomakava777. And don't forget, we're not asking you guys to buy anything, but when you visit AfterBuzzTV.com, before you make any... Uh, 
Amazon purchases, go to our website, click on the Amazon uh, banner, and make your purchases through that link. They'll redirect you to the Amazon site, and you can make your purchases there. It does help us out. We're not asking you to buy anything from us, but just a small little redirect. We appreciate it. And you guys, our own Barry Maria Menounos is on Dancing Tonight. Vote Vote for her. Team Manuf. 1-800-VOTE. Four zero one. Vote for Maria, you guys. She's busting her butt, and let's get Literally, her to win. Breaking bones and everything. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.